D&D players, enthusiasts, and observers alike, and welcome back to Chronicles of Griath. My name is Emma, and I will be your DM today and every day that this wonderful campaign exists. Now, let's go around the virtual table and get a quick reminder of everyone who's playing today. So, we'll go to my right, because everyone's virtual tables are different, and we will start with Andrew. Okay, hello, I am Andrew, playing Thael Thu, the druid cleric of the star-related subclasses. Uh, oh yeah, Lizard Folk Reborn is my uh, race. <laughs> I forgot something. <laughs> Indeed it is. And after that, we have Rosie. I was not ready for that. Um, hi, I'm Rosie. I'm playing Elon, a champion fighter from the city of Korea. Um, ultimate pretty boy with resting guard face. Like resting bitch face, I, I guess I haven't described that before, so there's that. Indeed. I mean, same difference, so... Yeah, just resting pretty boy bitch face right now at the point. Fair enough. And after that, we have Nathan. What's up, everybody? I'm Nathan, and I am playing uh, resident idiot, recently winged fuckboy Ruba. Indeed. And then we have Jeremy. Hello, everybody. I'm Jeremy. And that pl- he plays Damien. That's me. I'm like resident dad figure and uh, blacksmith, so... Indeed. And the party is very appreciative of their dad. And still not my dad. Yet. <laughs> oh my god. And last but not least, Gia. Uh, let's hang in. Um, I'm Gia. I'm playing Chatwin Darcy, reborn, uh, half-elven, uh, sorcerer, currently being played by Sandovek. Um, fuck me. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I, I don't know if that would be very fun who knows whenever glass is gonna pop out or anything like that oh, oh, god. God. oh my god <laughs> definitely not the time Damien <laughs> is this a good moment to bring up the movie Teeth no definitely not there's never a good moment to bring it's up ne- Teeth it's never a good moment to bring that up and how dare you suggest such a thing <laughs> <laughs> my bad chat one I didn't mean anything by it. Elon's never seen a movie. What's a movie? (laughs) Motherfucker. Anyway, last time, the terrifying voice inside Chatwin's head, also known as Santhavek, was unleashed upon the party to overcome Chatwin's crippling fear of drowning. She did her best to disguise herself, but the party quickly caught on and Chatwin watched on in horror as the being in her head desperately tried to keep her cool. Under threat of the death of her friends, she coached Santhavek through a few uncomfortable conversations, both before and after steering them to the rocky shore of the island where their target waits. However, when the group went to get off the boat, and Chatwin commanded her to give her her body back, Santhavek decided that she had other plans with Chatwin's body as another wave of zombies approaches the party. And since we didn't do this last time, roll initiative, everybody! Oh boy, oh boy. Ah! He's my big boy. Alright, so did anybody get above a 20? Me, Avon. Alright, what'd you get? 21. Ooh. Oh, this is my first fight, actually. Ooh. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so excited! Yes! Dun, 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 dun. Okay, copyright. God, I love fighters <laughs> so much. I cannot wait to see you fuck shit up. 20 to 15. Uh, uh, 16. Uh, 18, thanks to advantage due to Vigilant Blessing. Oh, and uh, Damien has a 15. And Rubo's in the back of the pack with an 8. <laughs> oh boy. He's still very distracted by his conversation with Chatwin. Chatwin in quotation marks. <laughs> Understood. Understood. Alrighty. Then, let's get things started with Alot. You watch from, I believe you all are still on the boat, correct? Nobody exited the boat yet? No, we all we all exited. The I boat. believe we hopped over a gap. Well, which boat? Like we're on the. We're, I think we all jumped to the second boat. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. But um, you watch as five zombies meander out of the brush and in your direction. All right, five zombies. I suppose I'm gonna go up to the nearest one, get right up next to him, and you might have to help me with this because it's my first time in a very long time, in especially in 5e, because I've only done this in 3.5. I am going to attack with my long sword and my short sword because I'm a two uh, weapon fighting style. Alrighty. Yeah. Go ahead and roll to hit. 16 for the first. That hits. And 
12 for the second. That also hits. Wow. Okay. So I need a D8 and a D6. Six plus four, 10 for the first hit and nine for the second hit. And I get two attacks. That was just a first attack. I get two attacks for per action. Yes, you do. Oh boy. 23 for the first hit. That hits. 24 for the second. That also hits. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Uh, max damage, except not in crit style. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 for the first hit. And shit. Okay. 7 for the next hit. <laughs> okay. So that's so- my turn. <laughs> okay. So, Elon, you step off the boat effortlessly. These things are moving super slow. This is probably at least looks easier than any training exercise you've done back at the guards. And you walk up very quickly, slash, 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 and separate this zombie into three pieces at the head, torso, and legs. And the pieces all kind of come tumbling down in front of you. And you even have the chance to move over to the next one that was ambling up behind it and get a pretty decent slash in on its torso. Hell yeah, then. I'm, I'm not, I can't make anybody come back. I can't think of one, so. <laughs> Fair enough. But as you finish with that, we move on to Felthu. Okay, so there are three zombies left or four? Four. Four. And one of them is next to Elon. Where are the other three? So the other three are in various stages of meandering their way out of the brush. Actually, make me a quick perception check. Sure, sure. A 15 plus, plus six for a 21. These dice have the numbering isn't great on them, but I like them. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. So you watch as they kind of make their way out of the brush surrounding the shoreline. And a few of them, these already look much more decayed than any of the other zombies that you've really fought. But as the last one is kind of making its way out of the brush, there's a few like half dead bushes in front of the area that they're coming from. You make out the what appears to be the familiar figure of a black tabaxi, though much more decayed than when you last saw him. Does he Does he have a hat? The hat is gone, but the clothes are familiar. Sorry, that, that actually made me a little sad. I, um, uh, right. Um, <clears throat> so, bunch of zombies, so the three zombies, plus now this tabaxi one in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, how grouped are they? Are they... Is there a decent, is there, I guess probably not, they're spread out? Uh, They're a bit spread out, yeah. Okay. There'd be at least five feet between each of them. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to moonbeam, but that ain't happening. Um, Yeah, I'll do the good old guiding bolt at whichever one is farthest that isn't the tabaxi. Okay, the tabaxi is definitely the furthest away, but there's one other one that is to his right that would be furthest besides him. Okay, then I will shoot that one with a guiding bolt. All right. Uh, oh, that is a uh, that's a ten. Ten still hits. Really? Okay. Zombies do not have a high armor class at all. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was really had my heart set on moonbeam. Uh, forty six. No worries. I'm sorry I took away your moonbeam. No, no. It, I not your fault. Uh, that is thirteen radiant damage as Thalthu casts and throws a starry javelin at this thing. Uh, is it still alive? Not by much. It looks quite injured as it kind of stands there. And you guys see, once again, the starry javelin appear and fly through the air and spear this zombie through the chest. Okay, so it has uh, the next attack roll anyone makes against it before the end of my next turn has advantage as it is slightly glimmering. Awesome. Was that the end of your turn, Thalthu? Uh, yes. Okay, perfect. So then we move on to Chatwin. Am I participating in this battle? That's my thing. You are participating in a different way, my dear. Oh, God. So, (laughs) obviously you are fighting to get your body back, ma'am. So I need you to make me a wisdom save, please. Oh, shit. I forgot I had making this. Okay, do not fuck me, you dice. Okay. I got a big chunky D20 and I'm staring it into the eyes. And making it roll good. 
good. That's good. That's a 19 on the die. I have plus zero to my wisdom save. Wait, I'm pretty sure I do. Yeah, I have plus zero to my wisdom save. <laughs> oh my god. Nice. Oh my god. If this bitch rolls in that 20. Okay. Well, I decided to do it a bit of a different way and set a DC for it because I didn't want to worry about oh, rolling shit. multiple times. <laughs> I bet her wisdom is a lot better than mine, too. So, Chatwin, Hmm. you watch from what feels more like a prison than it did a safe space minutes before as Santhavet kind of steps over the lip of the smaller boat and onto the shore. You see her crack your knuckles, unable to feel any of it, and you continue to will yourself back into your body just pushing and pushing until all of a sudden as she starts to heat up a flame in her hand in your hand you start to feel the warmth of that flame and then you can move your hand and the arm and you can feel as the feeling starts to come back in your body Santhavec starts trying to push against you and is just screaming out no not yet i wanted to have fun why don't you ever let me have fun i can't do anything (laughs) can i slap myself in the face again you can and as the slap rings out again guys you're hearing all of this by the way it just out of nowhere as chatwin steps onto the shore all this screaming starts as you see her limbs begin to shake again as if she's sort of fighting with herself and that slap kind of plays into it as with one final deafening screech that comes out of Chatwin's mouth and sounds not at all human. Chatwin, you are back in your body. (gasps) I actually want to cry. I just kind of roll my shoulders back and crack my neck a bit. I told you you wouldn't like it if I had to take it back from you, you bitch. I am going to call that your action because it would take so much effort to fight it back from Santhavec. Okay, dope. Because I was going to say, because I didn't even have anything planned because I thought Santhavec was going to be taking over. I love you, big die. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. I need to save this. I'm going to save him for later for when I ever need another lucky roll. So I guess since that was my action, gosh, in terms of bonus action, I don't have a lot. Actually, is there a way... I have 30 feet of movement. Can I get to the remaining four zombies, you said? Yes, there's still four left. Can I get to, like, the side of them in a way that I can angle a cone without having without hitting anyone? Elon is literally right in front of one that would kind of be the closest to you. So... If you wanted to step out so that you could get the other three, uh, what's the width of the cone? 15. It's a 15-foot cone. If I can just- if I'm just hitting three, that's fine, as long as I'm not hitting one of my friends. Better treatment than y'all would have gotten from Sandvex. She would have been firing off spells without any regard of who was in the way. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that bitch does not care. <laughs> you can get two of the three if you don't want to hit Elon. Yeah, I'll do that. So I will bonus action cast Dragon's Breath as a uh, second level spell. And you guys see those hands once again, as they did the first time back in the temple. I think this is the first time Elon has seen this. The hands yank the jaw open. This time, more of an effort to get out. But they yank the jaw open again. And once again, the gout of rainbow flame <laughs> over the two of them there. I need them to make dex saving throws. Alrighty. Can you believe this is a bonus action spell, y'all? <laughs> that is pretty crazy. Alright. The one rolls a three. So that probably fails. The other rolled a 16. Yeah. Okay, so one fail, one success. Oh, <laughs> it's not bad damage. Um, so that's three and three. That's twelve. So that is only that is twelve fire damage halved to six to the one that succeeded okay yeah so the hands pry open your mouth once again and you breathe out this cone of fire 
And as the flames subside, the one regular zombie is still burning in various areas and is looking badly singed. The tabaxi zombie has caught very slightly on one of the arms caught fire, but very quickly kind of like looks over at it, licks the flame, and it it douses it somehow. Ugh. I have to pry the hands off of my jaw and get them back in. <laughs> very fucking disturbing. After that, I mean, how much movement did I use to get to that, to angle that cone? Would you say? I would say you would have had to move 10 feet to the left okay. to avoid Alon. So how far away am I from them distance-wise? I'd say still... What's the range on that spell? It's just a 15-foot cone, so I would have had to get at least 15 feet close. I would have had to be at least 15 feet away from them. So that was probably like 25 movement. Okay. Well, that's not a bad distance to be from them, so I'll just stay where I am. That's it. And with that, we move to Damien. All right. I'd like to get between Chatwin and Robo and the Elthu and the zombies. Alrighty. And I'm going to step up with my trusty hammer and... What, what about Elon? You, you don't want to get in front of Elon? And, well, Elon looks like he can handle himself just fine. Uh, oh. <laughs> and, uh... I'm going to give him a swing. Alrighty. Roll the hit. Oh, that is an unnatural 20. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. That one that was very heavily singed by Chatwin would probably be the closest that would you would be able to walk up to. But yeah, that hits. That's not a lot of damage. That's four damage. Alrighty. I might be tanky, but I don't put down a very solid hit. <laughs> Not quite. As you kind of step up, you're a bit too concerned with where everyone's positioned, trying to make sure you play protector, and you get distracted as you swing the hammer, and you end up clipping the shoulder instead of instead of hitting the head like you had wanted to, but you do hear an audible crack as the shoulder of the zombie completely dislocates. And the arm now hangs limp at the side of the zombie, almost as if it can't move it anymore. But it is still alive and kicking, if barely. Is there anything else you would like to do? Oh, I don't know if there is anything else I can do. No, that's it. Alrighty. Then we move on to our wonderful fuckboy, Rubo. Okay. I'm now behind Damien with Chatwin Thialthu. And Elon's in front of Damien? Yes. Elon is a few feet in front of Damien working on his own zombie. Okay. I am going to. Yeah, I think I'm going to run up next to Elon and say, uh, I, I can fight too, Damien CC. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to jump in next to Elon and uh, take a couple of hits at, at the zombie that Elon's fighting. Alrighty. Roll the hit. That's a natural 20. Nice. Hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. And since within, an ally is within five feet, I believe you get sneak attack on this as well. Oh, you know it. That's a four on the D4. So, so do you double the, or do you roll the dice twice? Like, I don't remember how you've been doing it. Crits. Roll the dice and double what you roll on the dice. Okay, so I got a four on the D4. And so that's eight. And then my sneak attack is... Four and five is nine, 18 plus 10, 28 points of damage. How do you want to murder this thing? Hell yeah. I run in and I go, uh, 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 excuse me. What? Just stab the thing straight in the face. Uh, you missed this before, but in the head, always in the head. <laughs> yeah. And you watch Elon as Rubo's knife goes clean through the te like temple to temple of this zombie. But not only that, part of Rubo's hand goes through the skull. And Rubo, you get a bit of brain matter on your fingers <gasps> as you pull the knife back. And it's really gross. But 
that was also really awesome at the same time. And you think you've succeeded in showing off. I'm going to make myself a little check right here. Hold on a second for myself. I made a, I made Elon do his own little check. Okay. He, he, he visibly starts looking disgusted and he's like, no, totally, totally cool. Just a little bit of brain matter on my hands. He's just staring down his hand for a second and then looks up at Elon and, uh, uh, in the head, remember that, and I'm gonna throw my off- offhand attack at uh, another zombie. All right, roll the hit. Elon's making a check for how impressed he is. Actually, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a three. <laughs> That's a 19 to hit on another zombie, throwing the dagger. Okay. Are you throwing it at the one that's in front of Damien or the other two that are? I'm losing track of where everybody's placed. So I'll throw it at one of the ones further. I think Damien's got it. Okay. So that does hit. Okay. And that's three points damage because it's just offhand attack. Alrighty. That one like sinks into like the chest or something. It's like kind of a farther mm-hmm. throw. And I'll, I'll say, see chest, not a kill. Got to go for the head. <laughs> Indeed. Was it the sparkling or sorry, was it the tabaxi or the one that I hit with guiding bolt? technically it may have had advantage or not depending because it would be consumed other yeah uh i threw it at the tabaxi then i also i don't think that i realized that the also knows the tabaxi so oh no yeah he's i yeah. said nothing yeah <laughs> yeah i set the tabaxi on fire so i think we're a little past being sensitive towards the healthy's feelings here yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. yeah the tabaxi barely looks phased but now we move to the zombies so Damien, the one in front of you, is going to move to attack you. That is an 18 to hit. That would be my armor class. Alrighty. So in your distracted state, it is actually going to manage to get some claws over your shield. And and it's going to kind of scrape its claws across your hand for four points of damage. Alright. Then the other two are going to move up. The one with the shining javelin in it is going to move its way or amble its way up towards you, Elon. That is probably not going to hit. That's a six. Nope, that does not hit. Alrighty. Well, it ambles its way up to you and is kind of having a hard time balancing itself with this giant glowing javelin in its chest. And it tries to kind of swing like one of its limp still singed arms at you and you very easily sidestep it and it just kind of glares at you the tabaxi on the other hand though it is more decayed than some of the other zombies you fought previously is much more alert and is actually going to very quickly dart up to you rubo uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> moving up that way as well take a little shimmy step like I'm going backwards and it's going to actually make two attacks against you well you know this just seems unfair that's a 21 to hit on the first attack yeah that's gonna hit Robo. and a 17 on the second attack unfortunately yeah that still hits so this thing appears in front of you and it sort of gives this weird kind of half hiss, half like zombie growl, kind of like. This is the tabaxi one? Yes, this is the tabaxi one. Gotcha, just clarifying. And so that's going to be, it's going to rake its claws across your across you twice. That's five points of damage for the first hit. Okay. And. Eight points for the second. Yeah. Yeah, that hurts a little bit. It's all right, though. As we go ahead and move back to the top of the round with Elon. All right. Number one, I didn't see Chatwin do that crazy spell, right? She would have moved up behind you. So no, you probably would not have seen it. Wonderful. All right. And the one that is attacking me has a spear in it, right? Yes. Do I get advantage? Yes. You would have heard the terrifying screeching from behind you, though. 
I'm I'm going to pay attention to what's in front of me because that's the way I've been trained. So I'm going to go ahead and hit this one right now. And I feel like because Rubo said hit the head, I have a, I'm going to hope I have a good feeling. It was not a good feeling. It's 7-Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> so 11 plus 7, 18 to hit on the first one. That does hit. All right, short sword goes across as well. That's gonna. That's a natural one. Oof. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll at least roll for that long sword. Twelve damage. Yeah, floor is yours, good sir. Alrighty. I want to say I hit it in the head, anyways. Please. <laughs> or how about I just cut its head off and be like, "Yeah, go for the head." See the other zombie. Fuck. <laughs> Yeah, you absolutely go for the head. And in fact, you surprise yourself with how adequately you remove the head to the point that you make the stab with the short sword and there's nothing there to stab. So you kind of stumble forward a bit and have to correct yourself before you move on to make your next attacks. All right. Rubo, like mid getting attacked by this tabaxi, is just like, fuck, that's so hot. And that's this other zombie and Rubo right next to me. Yes. I would like to turn to this next zombie and immediately uh, I get two action, two attacks per action. So can I finish those? Another attack? Indeed you can. Alrighty. I'm gonna hit it. Long sword. 18 to hit. That hits. 17 to hit for the short sword. That also hits. Cool. Six for the short sword and nine for the longsword in damage. So that's 15 total. All right. It's starting to look quite a bit hurt. That will end my turn. And we move to Thelthu. Okay. So it's, is it just the tabaxi zombie or it's that plus one other? It's that plus the one other that scratched Damien. Got it. Yeah. So firstly, he's going to just call out to everyone and I'm going to try to do it, but just in a more saddened tone and actually showing some emotion in his voice for once. He's going to just call out and say, uh, d- do try to keep the tabaxi one I- intact. Um, and he won't elaborate, but then I will cast. Can I roll an inside check? You may. He, I just want to know what like his, I want to see if Rubo understands his intentions here. Uh, that is a 17 plus 7, 24. Yeah, with that, uh, Andrew, I'll let you describe. Y- yeah, um, it's clear Thalthu recognizes this tabaxi in some sense and is clearly distraught over the fact that this tabaxi is now dead, even more so that it is undead. I go, oh, it's it's an undead thing. <laughs> okay, I, no problem. I got you, buddy. <laughs> I, I was thinking if I should, what, what would be the response, but I think right now there will not be one. Makes sense. I don't, I don't think he, I don't think Rubo like even waits for a response. He just makes a comment and keeps going. Yeah. I'm going to cast Toll the Dead on the non-Tabaxi zombie. So it must make a, I believe it's a wisdom save. I'm going to double check really quick. No worries. Yes, wisdom save DC is 14. Well, it rolled a natural 18. Well, there goes my turn. As he attempts to, the, the... Spectre or starry bell appears over any knock, you know, throw, tries to throw a javelin at it, but just misses and the spell does nothing. Indeed. And it kind of looks up and just goes, <laughs> and then looks back to Damien. Uh, and that is my turn. And we move to Chatwin. Okay. So it's the tabaxi and then the one other one left, right? Yes. Okay. How the tabaxi is actively on Rubo's ass. Um, okay. Fuck it. Um, I, regarding what Theothu said, I'm going to do my best to keep the tabaxi intact. So I'm going to reach into my sleeve, pull out another um, crystalline rainbow marble, and I'm going to throw it at the feet of the tabaxi. Like, right under its, under its feet. So it goes up. Let me roll the hit. That is um, going to be 17 total. That hits. Thank God. So I am going to be doing that at first level, by the way, and that is going to be cold damage. It just kind of in like shards, like like shards of a frozen rainbow, just rainbow, beautiful, icy going up its uh, person. And yeah, let's see if this 
I'm trying not to destroy it. And I feel like ice, if it does take it down, isn't gonna, like, you know, turn it to ash. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm praying for a good outcome here, y'all. Okay, that is going to be... Why do I keep rolling the same? Um, so that's going to be three and three again. Fourteen, yeah. Points um, of cold. That just does it. Floor is yours, ma'am. Oh, thank God. So I think the ice, as Rubo is trying to hold this tabaxi zombie off, it like freezes his hands to the creature. It like almost encases this creature in ice, but also freezes Rubo's hands to the creature. And it's so heavy because it's now encased in ice. It begins to wobble and topple over <laughs> and almost takes Rubo down with it. <laughs> like almost falls on top of Rubo before ah, his hands thaw out just enough to pull them away. But yeah, kind of surprised with myself after that. <laughs> okay. Rubo, are you okay? <laughs> Uh, okay, great. I have soap later. <laughs> the brain bits are frozen to my fingers. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Um, I don't think I have... I can activate my aura, but at this point, there's really no point. We're about the end. And I'm just gonna angle myself around so I can get, like... The one that's actively attacking Damien, I'm going to move so I can stand like 10 feet or so behind it, if I can, or or behind Damien, just so I'm a little closer so I can sling spells at the zombie um, if I need to. Okay. Uh, that's about all I can do. Awesome. And speaking of Damien, tis your turn, good sir. All right. I am going to go over to that tabaxi that we're supposed to be protecting, that we're supposed to not kill. Uh, and I'm going to try and restrain him. The tabaxi's frozen, good sir. Oh. Well He's then. frozen. <laughs> and and you have a zombie trying to eat your fingers at the moment. Well, then I'm going to punch him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, roll the hit. Oh, that is a 20 to hit. That hits. That's another unnatural 20. Everybody's on a roll today. Alright. Hell yeah, pop off, guys. Pop off. One second. I mean, I guess another word for that is pop. Pop, pop. That will be seven thunder damage. All right, sir, the floor is yours. How are you destroying the zombie? Uh, he's just going to kind of, like, drop his hammer and smash its head into, like, its body. <laughs> oh, all right. I guess I can't swing a hammer very good at a head. Every zombie I've killed so far has been with my gauntlet. Your fist goes upsettingly deep into the skull of this thing. Ugh. <laughs> no, I, I like push its head into its chest. <laughs> Just fucking. Your gauntlet <laughs> flat out flattens the skull. I go five feet away from Damien. <laughs> yeah, there there is no head anymore. It's just a flat piece of flesh, and there are. There is brain matter and whatever else sprayed everywhere, which Damien thankfully prevented from getting on most of himself thanks to his shield. Though there is now zombie bits all over the front of the shield. Oh, that's going to take a lot of polishing. Why is it always dead things? That's just not even. It's just disgusting. <sighs> all right. Rubo, <laughs> are you okay, Rubo? <laughs> oh, I'm good. Lad, yeah. Would you like me to try and pull you off of it? Will that break off his hand? Here, no, just, oh, God, you're covered in bits. Okay, okay. Oh. Um, whew, okay. I don't mind touching bits every now and then, but not zombie bits. Okay, gross. I'm gonna, um, I'll rush over and hesitate for a minute and very nervously remove one glove and, um, kind of put it near Rubo's hands to just generate heat to thaw them out um but trying to keep distance oh oh you're i think you're cooking it i think you're cooking okay 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 <gasps> sorry 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 <laughs> i didn't want to smell that chatwin's got very mutilated hands by the way elon would like to take a moment to insight chatwin uh okay roll an insight check while you're doing that, I will call out to Thalthu and just kind of motion to the frozen tabaxi. Like, I tried my best, kind of. It's 
it's sufficient. Um, 16 for an insight. Chat one, I don't know if you're trying to hide anything, but... I mean, what are you trying to discern? I'm trying to... Your, your personality is suddenly very different. I'm gonna... Can I roll deception then? If, she's, if like, Elon's trying to discern what's going on? Yes, you can. Dope. Can, can I roll insight on this also just to determine that regular Chatwin's back? Yes, you may. I'm not trying to gain any information. I just want to be able to see if I can tell that regular Chatwin's back. Mm-hmm. 12. Oh, I'm, I mean, judging by the way she's speaking, I think regular Chatwin's back. So. I just feel like in the moment, that's that's a 25 for me, 18 plus. Holy shit. Yeah, regular Chatwin is back. Um, Elon, since I failed my deception contesting your insight, um... <sighs> Something very upsetting and something very unlike Chatwin was happening, but Chatwin seems to have made it go away, I guess, is the most simplest way I can describe it to an external viewpoint, uh, I suppose. <laughs> that works for Elon. As Elon's as getting like a look at this and like thinking about this, and my hands are finally unfrozen, and before Chatwin even gets a chance to put her gloves back on or anything, Rubo just like reaches in and hugs Chatwin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding my arm so far away from you because I have one glove off. <laughs> he, he doesn't. He doesn't care. He just keeps hugging. He's like, okay, 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 <sighs> okay, okay. Ruba, I appreciate it, but you really need to let me put this back on, please. Takes him like a, another two seconds. And he's okay, like, I put it back on. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I give you a pat. <laughs> okay. Damien's gonna look over you and be like, "Glad to have you back to your old self." Weird. We'll talk about it later. You're all acting weird. Um, <laughs> we're acting weird. Yes. <laughs> At least you're normal. I'm always normal. This is this is. Chat. I don't. S- no. No. N- okay. No. Later. later Chatwin's not later. normal, but that's what's great about her. Okay. I don't like that word. Uh. <laughs> okay. Thelthu. I. Do you want me to thaw out this creature here? I. I can do it. It would be very slow. I don't think they would be alive under the ice. This wasn't incapacitating. This is just the best way I could destroy the creature without destroying the body. It is a creature no longer, I hope. No, it it is fine how it is, and I... What was done needed to be done. It was not who it once was, clearly. But perhaps on our way back, we can at least bury it in some sense. I owe him that much. Right, yes, yes. And Rubo, it is not... Who once was it? It once was... Oh, I pulled up the name and I forgot it. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Captain here. Garner? Yes, Captain Garner. It was once Captain Garner. And Rubo, to answer your question earlier, it is not an undead thing. It is a friend thing. And Thelthu is going to start walking in the general direction that he thinks we're supposed to go. Thelthu, for just a moment, can I ask a question? I've answered enough questions, so yes, you may answer. You may ask one more. <laughs> How long ago did you see this gardener? Uh, Garner, but... Garner. I, that is that is something that has crossed my mind. The time doesn't make so too much sense. It wasn't that long ago. It was a few days. Last time I saw him was when us three met in the town. He had he was the captain of the ship, which is we'll have to find that in his hat. Mm. I'm gonna clap a hand on Delthus back. At this point, can Elon determine how long we've been here? What hour are we in? Um, I'm trying you to want me to make a roll? I told you last time. Yeah, I would say history check? Sure. We'll say that. I can tell you what hour I have recorded. Ooh, I got a 19 on the roll. And history, 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 22. Okay. From what you can tell of, based on where, you're not sure how in the Feywild, like, the sun moves or anything but based on like what you know of reading the sun to tell time it's moved about as much as four and a half hours would have passed so four and four and a half hours awesome and as elang starts to follow Thelthu, the last thing he's going to do is he's going to be like aliana are you still on me yeah i'm right here are you good there when i'm fighting i mean I'd like a better place to sit so I don't get eaten by zombies, but... You could be in my pack, or you could be with someone who's sitting a little bit further away. Well, I mean, given my options... And she kind of looks over her shoulder. 
if if Rubo hears this, he goes, she can sit with me. Yeah, you can go with Rubo. I don't see why not. Either get hit. He's stolen my house. Very true. Why would I want to hang out with him? Uh, Aliana, I normally have to stay back from fights because I'm not very proficient in weaponry or armor, so I kind of stay back from fights. So you're more than willing to um, sit with me if that's what you like to do, if it makes you feel safer. Oh, um, sure. Yeah, that sounds good. And she'll kind of pat you on the shoulder, Elon, and be like, if you miss me, I'll be around and flutter over to... Before she flutters over, it's like, I do need to talk to you when we're... Get a down moment, if you don't mind. And she'll kind of furrow her brow and just be like, yeah, sure. Just call me over. I'm here. Mm-hmm. Have fun. I will walk near Elon though, so Eliana can still like be within speaking distance. <laughs> and she'll very quickly flutter over and just kind of settle herself on your shoulder, sort of kick her legs out as she's sitting there. Just be like, oh, your clothes are comfy. <laughs> Thank you. I clean them as often as I um, possibly can. Oh, yeah, that's very small. I don't look like it because my clothes look very my clothes look very worn, and I look a bit well traveled. But I I clean everything so regularly. Like I'm probably the cleanest person here. That explains a hug from Rubo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to do it again, Rubo. <laughs> Alrighty, and as she's kind of like whispering and starting another conversation in your ear chat what about how the hell you find the time to clean your clothes with all the traveling and stuff that you do on such a regular basis we cut over to everyone else is anyone kind of what's everybody else doing um, yeah i real quick uh, as we're either walking or getting ready to leave that is just gonna take a step like to the side somewhere not like too far so where people couldn't hear him but a little away from everyone and just uh quick prayer to himself um Stars will guide me as they always shall, and everything that is done has been purposeful and preordained as the stars guide. And that's just me vigilant blessing myself again. Okay. As well as him working through the sadness. That is fair. Damien, you doing anything? Nope, I'm doing just fine. I'm just watching all of the interesting interactions, keeping a vigilant eye out about us. As dads do. <laughs> uh, go ahead and make me a perception check, good sir. Alright. Oh, that would be a 19. Nice. Yeah, with that 19, you start taking a look around, and like I said, you see the brush that looks very different than the vibe you were getting from the rest of the Feywild, now that you're kind of looking closer at it. And you see this dark black tower looming in the distance, but nothing seems to be moving any animals that are here are silent at this point. I would suppose we should probably continue, point at the tower, and be like, I'm pretty sure that's our destination. Oh shit, I didn't even see that. What, what even is that? Uh, can can we see maybe if that even looks like it's original here? Sure. I don't know if there's a check for that, but I mean, that would cross my mind. I would say make a perception check as well. Just to kind of observe it. 15. All right. Good rolls tonight. Hell yeah. Yeah. You also take a look up at the tower now, Elon, and you get a look at some worn, like, it's a mix of, like, obsidian walling from what you can tell. And it looks very aged and like it's been there for a pretty long time. So you wouldn't say this is a new structure by any means. Okay. Not too unconcerning, then. Okay. Um, so that's our destination. Are we just going to... We're just going to cut straight through? I'm guessing there's a bit of wilderness between us and the tower, right? Yes, there's a good bit of brush. It looks like it would be about a 10 to 15 minute walk. I will offer to Rubo... I have soap and clean water on me at all times. I will offer to Rubo and tell him, Okay, here, wash your hands. Oh, thank you. Here, yeah, wait. <laughs> yeah. He starts scrubbing. Yep, get in there. Under the nails, too. <laughs> I pull out a dagger and I'm like picking brain matter out of my fingernails. Yep, gross, gross. Oh god. Okay. <clears throat> okay. I'm take my stuff back. <laughs> no. <laughs> and you put the soap and water away, and Aliana, kind of observing the whole thing curiously, is kind of like, right then, 
Should we get a move on? Ah, uh, yes, probably. All right. And you guys make your way further inland. The sound of the crashing waves behind you and Russian wildflowers ahead that once again has a very different vibe to it than the entire rest of the Feywild. These plants and bushes are some of the most bizarre you've ever seen. Everything you pass by seems to have its own like defense mechanism to it, whether it be thorns, some of them look like they have like fangs that they could bite something with, or even you see a cluster of flowers that as you approach just kind of go from being fully bloomed and looking up to the sun to disappearing back into the earth that they were bloomed out of and it's like nothing was ever there. I resist the urge to take samples of everything. (laughs) (laughs) But you guys continue on towards this large looming tower which seems to cast a shadow over almost the entire island with just how tall it is. It's almost got this like menacing presence to it that as you get closer, you get more and more of an urge to turn around and run back to the boat that you climbed out of until pushing through that feeling, you guys approach two large stone double doors carved with a lot of, carved with groups of humanoids with horns which some of you would recognize as tieflings bowing before a cloaked figure on a throne can i do a quick study of the engravings on the door just see if i recognize any of it if any of the any of it seems familiar if there's any symbolism in it that i may recognize from studies and stuff anything like that yeah sure what would that be investigation or history that would be Investigation or history up to you. Okay, I think I'm proficient in both, so yeah, it's the same either way. Um, ooh, so that is going to be 16 on the die plus 7 for 23. Alrighty, would you rather do investigation or history? Um, I'll do a history check. I mean, that seems more relevant, um, recalling some of my past studies. Okay. You start to sort of observe the door, and you think about hooded figures and and anything that would resemble something similar to sort of the worship that these tieflings seem to be heaping on this cloaked figure in this carving mm-hmm. and you're kind of coming up empty hmm. you know that there aren't many tieflings around the world but the ones that you do know don't really worship any sort of deities that you know of. And there certainly aren't any deities that you know of in the Pantheon that depict themselves with this cloaked sort of visage like they have. So this probably doesn't belong to any sort of divine entity that belongs to our Pantheon. Um, great. So it's either a madman or some other higher power that we don't know anything about, which is great. That's great. Could it possibly be something from the the Fell Shadow place? Maybe. I haven't... Other Planes wasn't really my... I kind of dabbled, but it wasn't really my focus of study, um, so I couldn't say for sure. Actually, Chatwin, you wouldn't know anything about Other Planes, period. Yeah. I know that Other Planes exist, but I don't... Actually, there's nothing in any of your studies that depicts any other... You're already surprised that there's a whole other land of fairies that you have to teleport to to get to. That's fair. Uh, The fact that there's more is even crazier to you. So yeah, I know I'm a bit of a a reference point for a lot of these smart things, but this is where my knowledge runs dry, uh, unfortunately. But that just means that's something else that I can study and expertise myself in. Nice. Aelin's going to give everything a look as well, and I would say he'd go ahead and make a history investigation. However, I don't know what tieflings are. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm gonna say no. He just looks confused as hell. Should we go inside at least? I I would help, but I 
don't think Rubo would know this. Like Rubo knows what a tiefling is for sure, but well, I, he doesn't know things about deities or gods or any of that stuff. Yeah, indeed. Elon, you really have to take a visit to the Isle at one point. You're just you're living in such a small world. You really, I feel like if you took a visit to the Isle, your brain would explode on day one. I just listen. The first city I stepped into had um, a satyr, and my mind already exploded. Oh, I really need to take you to the Isle. I really need to take you to the Isle. <laughs> oh, I'm going to guess maybe me and Damien at the front as we open. Perhaps we should check if the door does open, and if it maybe we want to look and see if it was opened, if our tar- if the one we are here to find has already gone inside or not. I doubt we're here before him, but perhaps there is something to the store beyond carvings. Well, I mean, that was probably true. Or uh, Elon, if you'd like to take up the rear, just in case something tries to sneak up on us, that would be appreciated. I can do that. Should we knock? <laughs> I'll try to just push the door up. All right. Okay. Anon's going to move behind the party and get a... He's going to at least pull his long sword out and ready. Damien, you said you're pushing the door open? Yep. Alrighty. And as you push it open to reveal the interior, that is where we're going to leave it for tonight. Ah! Oh, of course you would leave it there. What's wrong with you? The camera pans to the inside as the door opens up and you just see our shocked faces and that's our it ends. <laughs> it's one of those. We look under the hooded figure, it's just Emma. <laughs> the evil goddess, I knew it. <laughs> You've all figured out my disguise. Emma's evil disguise is horny Emma. <laughs> oh oh. That was not the wording to use, Nathan. That was, I don't like this. That was not like the wording this. to use. Okay, moving on from that. Thank you all so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, please go find more of us on social media. We are Chronicles of Kriath Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. All one word in lowercase. We are also on YouTube. If you prefer to stay away from the other podcast platforms and would still like to listen to our wonderful episodes. Either way, be sure to tune in next week as we venture into the tower and closer to the goals of the party. Thank you all for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye! 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 Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Hey, Rubo, <laughs> chew your fingernails in front of chat one. Hurry! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>